for downloading the May 2007 edition of the More Beer Monthly Podcast. This month, we get to know More Flavor Wholesale Manager Jason Petros in our team member profile. We'll learn about our featured item this month, the new Fermentap Sparge Assembly for All Grain Brewers. And get another warm weather fermentation tip from More Beer owner partner Chris Graham. But first, let's take a look at what's happening at More Flavor this month. More Beer will be at the Mendocino County Fairgrounds in Boonville Saturday, May 5th for the 11th annual Boonville Beer Festival. Festival goers are encouraged to stop by the booth and say hello and check out some of our homebrewing equipment and merchandise. Also, as a reminder, the National Homebrewers Conference is just around the corner. This year, it's in Denver, Colorado, and as we've been telling you, More Beer will be on location and is the official host of the best night in homebrewing, Club Night. Early bird registration deadline is May 15th, so to save money, register now. Go to Beertown.org for more information. In the Concord Showroom Knowledge Center classroom this month, we've got two great classes lined up for you. First, as we mentioned last month, Jason Brett of Lodi Brewing Company will be holding an all-grain class on Saturday, May 5th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Jason is a great brewer, and if you've ever wanted to make the jump to all-grain, this is a good opportunity to get a head start. Tickets are $30, and the course covers everything you need to know to brew all-grain. Contact John Plisse at johnp at morebeer.com to reserve your seat. On May 19th from 5 to 7 p.m., White Labs Yeast Company lab manager Nava Parker will be conducting a class on yeast in our classroom. Tickets are just $20, and Nava will be discussing everything from yeast health and viability to propagation, starters, esters and flavors, to fermentation temperature ranges and their effects on yeast. This class will be great for beginners and advanced brewers alike as you learn how to use and manipulate yeast. Space is limited, so reserve your seat now by emailing john at johnp at morebeer.com. Lastly, More Beer will be launching a new and improved website later this month that's even easier to use and more informative, too. Check back regularly to see the new face of More Beer online. So now that we're all caught up, let's get to know this month's featured More Flavor team member, Jason Petros. My name is Jason Petros, and I'm the wholesale manager at More Flavor, and I'm also a manager in the More Beer Pro Division, which deals in commercial equipment for breweries. I've been with Beer Beer and More Beer for about 10 years now, and I actually first got introduced to them through a guy I used to work with at Starbucks. Back then, I would go to Olin on the weekends and trade coffee for beer ingredients. Eventually, that led to me coming in on my days off to work for Olin for equipment and such, and I actually remember one of the first things he had me do was clean up a giant extract spill in his parents' garage. He was kind of hard-pressed to find something to do because there was a lot to do, so he took me into the garage where he kept the extract drum, and he said, okay, uh, do me a favor and clean this up for me and he gave me a little scraper and a little bucket and uh it was all over the road it was a big puddle it, it, it probably took me a good hour to clean up and uh so i'm sitting there with a plastic paint scraper scraping malt extract off wondering what the hell i'm doing so even after jobs like that i realized that the place i was working at wasn't really right for me and i kind of wanted to move on and olin had previously offered me a job so it took me a couple months and then i realized you know yeah i'm gonna go for it i'm gonna i'm gonna take this job and and, and see what it has for me when i started at beer beer and more beer we really didn't have set roles there were only four other guys working there so i worked the metal shop i learned how to make war chillers. I helped customers. I did all the things that we all had to do out of necessity because there were only the five of us and that was it. So I've seen it grow from that to a company with separate divisions 
We have a division for wine. We have a division for coffee. We have a division for beer. So out of these passions that we had early on, we're still going with those. I've been homebrewing since I've started with Beer Be More Beer about 10 years now. And when I did, I started in a five-gallon kettle on my mom's stove and um, had a couple boilovers and uh, apparently had one too many. And I got kicked out and I had to get a converted keg. Actually, uh, I had Regan convert a keg for me and went down to work and uh, got an outdoor stove, a little Camp Chef burner, and started doing it in my garage. The cool thing about working at Beer Beer More Beer is we always had a sculpture. We always had a shop system to brew on, whether it was the the 500, the little uh, gravity-fed five-gallon guy, or we had a 1,000, B3-1000 system, or a 1,500, or whatever it was. There was always something there for the employees to brew on, and Olin and Chris encouraged us to brew. The more we know, the more we can help people out. And that went a long way in my brewing career as far as being able to brew good beer and to talk good beer as well. I brewed on the shop system for a few years, and then about a year and a half ago, I decided it was time I got my own. So I got the B31550, which is our 10-gallon system. It has the tippy-dump option, so you can dump the grains out of the mash tun. Uh, The options I got on it are the wheelbarrow option. It has handles that slide out, and you can pick it up and move it wherever you need to move it. Uh, It has a diverter plate, so you can do a whirlpool and leave your hot break behind, your hot matter behind. And it has a smart system, so if you want to do step mashes or uh, do a mash out, you can do it gently so it doesn't caramelize the wort. I love my system. I, I, I love brewing on the thing. Uh, I've, you know, for for the past four or five months, I've been brewing every other weekend consistently. And the main thing that it's helped me do is hit my target gravities on the nose. It, it's helped me, my repeatability of my brewing has increased tremendously because it's such an easy system to use. Any asshole could do it. Recently, I got a 12-gallon conical fermenter with the heating and cooling options on it, which has helped me out immensely because I can dial in the the fermentation temperatures, which is probably one of the most important parts in brewing, is the off flavors that you get, the esters that you get from your temperature fluctuations. So if you can dial in your temps to within one or two degrees, you're set, you're fine. Otherwise, you're in a carboy and you're at the mercy of Mother Nature, or you can put a towel around it or put it in water or something like that. But what you really need is temperature control. And the conical really offers that for me. I have a kit in the catalog of the Imperial Porter uh, recipe, which I brewed a lot. But recently, the past couple years, I've moved on to oatmeal stouts, really trying to perfect that recipe. Um, One thing I've learned is the percentage of oatmeal really makes a difference. I I tend to go to the 10% rule, where 10% of your grain bill should be oatmeal. And I think it it lends a, a nice creaminess to it. It's not overpowering, and it balances out some of the roasty qualities that you would have in a normal stout. I like oatmeal stouts because they're very complex. You have one and it can go from rich and creamy to roasty, maybe a little smoky, and then back to kind of creamy again. And it's kind of a hard style for me to be able to pin down. There's so many good commercial examples of an oatmeal stout, and each one is kind of different at the same time. I like working at Beer Beer More Beer because I get to meet the people that I talk to. When I was in the call center, I would talk to customers every day. Some had problems, some had questions. At these events, I would get to actually meet them and put faces to names, and we would get to share a beer. And it was great, and, and, and it, it's, it's an energizing kind of a thing where, where you get to see the direct result of something that you're really working hard to achieve. You're working hard, you're trying to really help this customer perfect his fermentation or his mash. And then you go, and they're really excited to give you some of the beer that you helped on. It, it's, it's a really great feeling, and, and I like that a lot. And that's probably my favorite, uh, my favorite part.
You can hear more from Jason as he co-hosts the weekly shows on the Brewing Network. Or catch him at most of the festivals and conferences that More Beer attends. Now it's time for our featured item this month. Those of you who brew all grain know the value of an effective and efficient sparge. The new Fermentap adjustable sparge assembly will give you just that. Built with a sturdy PVC base that will accommodate a mash tun with up to a 20-inch diameter, it rests firmly atop your mash tun opening and is perfect for cooler setups. The sparge arm itself is adjustable up and down and includes the Fermentap Wurt aerator tip to disperse the flow of water gently and evenly over your grain bed. No more rotating sparge arm to get hung up on or worry about too thin a water stream that loses heat while in motion. Just hook up your hot water, adjust the flow as normal, and let it sparge. Look for item number ABE34 on morebeer.com to see what it's all about. Well, as we do now on every podcast, let's go to Chris Graham for our More Beer Quick Tip of the Month. Chris has got another idea for how to control our fermentation temperature as the weather turns warm. Chris? This month's quick tip is for fermentation temperature control for those of you who don't wish to buy a refrigerator or chest freezer. The tip is simple. Just go out and buy a 70-quart ice cube max cold cooler by Igloo. This happens to fit a 6.5-gallon fermenter perfectly. The only modification you have to do is drill a hole in the lid for the airlock. To use this in fermentation, simply put your carboy in there with this wart, top it up about halfway up the carboy with water on the outside, With this method, you should be able to control your fermentation temperature by adding ice or hot water once a day to about 15 to 20 degrees below or above your ambient temperature. Thanks, Chris. That brings us to our special this month for those of you who are ready for the next level in fermentation. Buy any temp-controlled conical fermenter in the month of May, and more beer will give you $100 in-store credit. We have 7.1, 12.2, or 24-gallon stainless steel conical fermenters that are fully temperature-controlled with the ability to cool fermenting wort up to 35 degrees below ambient temperature. They really are the ultimate in fermentation control. And if you order during the month of May, simply mention this More Beer podcast and you'll receive $100 in-store credit for your other brewing needs. So don't miss out. We want to thank you again for downloading our podcast. Tune in again next month when we'll meet the More Beer Shipping Manager for our team member profile. Of course, we'll also give you another tip to improve your brewing, fill you in on what's happening in June, and we'll let you know about our new 3 and 5,000 milliliter Erlenmeyer flasks for the ultimate in yeast propagation. See you next time on the More Beer Monthly Podcast. The More Beer Monthly Podcast is a production of The Brewing Network. For more information or to hear additional beer audio, visit thebrewingnetwork.com.